Welcome to The Manly Catholic. In this podcast, we will inspire, challenge, and equip all men to become the men they were created to be. Join us as we journey together to become the best versions of ourselves and strive to change our communities one man at a time. The Lord be with you. A reading from the beginning of the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab. Aminadab became the father of Nashan, Nahashan, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed became the father of Jesse. Jesse, the father of David the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abaha. Abaha, the father of Asaph. Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Joram. Joram, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham. Jotham, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Amos. Amos, the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Yehignoah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Yehoniah became the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abuid. Abuid became the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok became the father of Achim. Achim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar became the father of Methan. Methan, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Thus, the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations. From David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to the Christ, 14 generations. Now, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. 
When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with a child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, a son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, Merry Christmas. I need you to pray for me. I said this during the morning Mass, and it worked. So I've been dealing with a, a nasty cough. It just won't go away. And so if at any time during Mass you see me disappear in the sacristy behind me, and you hear someone coughing up a lung, don't worry, no one's dying. It's me. I will return. Just be patient with me. I never had a flu or a fever. It's just this cough that just won't go away. So please bear with me. Our mass intention today is for joy in the world, joy on earth. We celebrated much this past Advent, haven't we? Every weekend celebrating peace and hope, joy, love. And so we're reminded of joy. What a great word. I've just been kind of reflecting on that past day or two. Joy, joy, joy. What a gift of the Holy Spirit. Nobody can take your joy unless you give it away. That's how powerful it is. And we have much to be joyful for today, don't we? Oh, this is a Christmas Mass that we've had before. Maybe... 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, maybe if you're 100, 100 times before, but every single Christmas Mass is different. Every Mass is different. And we celebrate a very powerful, beautiful Mass today. We have Advent that led us up to this very moment. And we have another Mass that we celebrate, a great Mass, Lent, that leads up to another powerful moment, our redemption through Christ and His death and resurrection and ascension into heaven and His descent of the Holy Spirit. Today we celebrate something that will never happen again, and that has changed everything. And it's only been a little over 2,000 years. It's the birth of God. Wow. Why? Why? This is God. He doesn't need us. We need him. And our joy comes from a love that we cannot fathom. Because he decided to take flesh to redeem us, to save us. 
So that's why we're so joyful today. I love Christmas masses. Even when we have like a ton of them this weekend. <laughs> it's been a marathon. Father Danny has one more. I have one more tomorrow at 10. It's beautiful. It is beautiful to be here with you, my family. And in focusing on joy, I just felt the Holy Spirit in me. It's being thankful. Being thankful for Our Lady of Consolation Church, for all of you, my flock, my spiritual children. Know that I pray for you all the time. And I may not know all of you, but you are my children. I pray for you. We are Our Lady of Consolation Church. This is a magnificent place. All the hard work that you put into this to make it our family, to give us the ability to celebrate a beautiful Mass here. Mass is this weekend. And there's a lot of people who are coming through this church this past weekend. A ton. There had been over a thousand at the five o'clock Mass. So thank you. That's where my joy comes from today. From God taking on flesh. He saves us. He saves us. The one true God, the only God, becomes one of us. Born of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And that's what I love about our first reading today. What a powerful reading. Just hearing it read really hit my soul. God came for us. He came for you. This reading, as I read this first reading again, let this be the Lord speaking to your heart. To your soul. He speaks to us collectively. Absolutely. We're here as the body of Christ. Joined to the body of Christ around the whole entire planet. God didn't need to take flesh. He did it because he loves you. He wants to save you. And Isaiah knew this way before it happened. This is God speaking to us. This is God speaking to you. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nations shall behold your vindication and all the kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name. You are baptized. What is your new name? Daughter of God. Son of God. Pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall people call you forsaken or your land desolate, but you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Wow. The genealogy of Jesus is quite interesting. And it's fitting that it's connected to our vigil mass today. For in a genealogy of Jesus, it really brings about who Jesus is really and where he comes from. Because what's listed here in our gospel is a family tree. We all have family trees. And every single family tree has a couple nuts, don't they? 
if you did a background check on most of these people that are in this genealogy, you'd find some interesting people. But Matthew is portraying to us, most specifically the Jewish ears in whom he was writing to so long ago, he's portraying to us that Jesus decided to enter into our messiness, to enter into the world, to enter into our lives. And he too has a family tree, just like ours. That's not perfect. You're just taking a look at some of these people. Look at Jacob. Jacob tricked his brother Esau. He received the blessing from his father who was dying. His father thought he was giving the blessing to Esau. Jacob tricked him, and he got the blessing. But the lineage still continues. Jesus knows all this. And then we look at... Look at Rahab. Rahab was in Jericho, in the city walls. She was a Gentile. She didn't really live a clean life. But as the Israelites encountered Jericho and they were reconnoitering the city to see if they could take it, Rahab helped some of the Israelites and helped them conquer Jericho. Because of that, she was protected and she was brought in to the Israeli community. And she is part of Jesus' genealogy. Look at Ruth. Ruth was a Moabite. She was a Gentile. She married in to a Jewish family. And when her husband died, she didn't go back home. She stayed in a little town called Bethlehem with her mother-in-law, a very devout Jew. And she became the grandmother of Jesse. And Jesse was the father of David. Look at David. David wasn't perfect either, was he, with Bathsheba and Uriah? But he was repentant and brought back to God. The genealogy of Jesus reminds us that, okay, we're messy. Our lives are messy. I'm messy. We're messy. God loves that mess. And he entered into it. He enters into this life with us to guide us and protect us and feed us through the wonderful, beautiful sacraments of the church that he established. Yes, there's much joy today. A piece of scripture that stands out to me that's not in our readings today, but when I think about the joy of the nativity, God being born through Mary, I'm reminded of 1 John chapter 1, 1 through 3, that these are the apostles speaking. Because you can imagine the people that are encountering the apostles saying, yeah, this Jesus guy, he wasn't real. You just made him up. You didn't really see him. You didn't really touch him. You weren't with him. And John, speaking on behalf of the apostles, says this. He says, this is what we proclaim to you. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our own eyes, what we looked upon and our hands have touched. We speak of the word of life. This life became visible. We have seen it and bear witness to it and proclaim to you the eternal life that was with the Father and became visible to us. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim and turn to you so that you may share life with us. This fellowship of ours is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. What joy. Continuing with the tradition of our Holy Church these past 2,000 years, let's look at an old piece of an old Christmas homily given by St. Leo the Great. Pope, he died in 461. This is what he said in a midnight mass so long ago. Dearly beloved, today our Savior is born. Let us rejoice. 
Sadness should have no place on the birthday of life. The fear of death has been swallowed up. Life brings us joy with the promise of eternal happiness. No one is shut out from this joy. All share the same reason for rejoicing. Our Lord, victor over sin and death, finding no man free from sin, came to free us all. Let the saint rejoice as he sees the palm of victory at hand. Let the sinner be glad as he receives the offer of forgiveness. Let the pagan take courage as he is summoned to life. In the fullness of time, chosen in the unfathomable depths of God's wisdom, the Son of God took for himself our common humanity in order to reconcile it with its creator. He came to overthrow the devil, the origin of death, and that very nature by which we had overthrown He had overthrown mankind. And so at the birth of our Lord, the angels sing glory to God in the highest. And they proclaim peace to his people on earth. Brothers and sisters, let us enter into great joy this evening mass. And let us let nobody take the joy we have in our loving father, our God, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Manly Catholic. If you have not already done so, please hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss a single episode. It will also help grow the show and reach as many men as possible. We truly think this podcast can change families and help men to change the world. Thank you again so much for tuning in, and God bless you.